Princess Latifah's imprisonment, humour over rumours and vaccine passports in Britain. This is your TLDR News Daily Briefing for Wednesday the 17th of February. In the first story today, we head to the United Arab Emirates to discuss a princess's imprisonment. Princess Latifah is the daughter of the UAE's ruler and back in 2018, she attempted to flee her home country, claiming that her father had mistreated her and her sister. She also accused him of murder. However, her escape attempt was foiled. She'd saved up £315,000 and hired a former French spy and naval officer to help her flee. She did manage to get on his yacht, however, a few days into the trip, the spy noticed that they'd been spotted by reconnaissance planes. Shortly after, their boat was boarded and following smoke grenades being deployed, Princess Latifah was dragged off the boat, literally kicking and screaming, and she was then returned to Dubai. In the last week, the princess sent a private video message to her friends, claiming that she was being held hostage. The video message has been released by media outlets around the world and was recorded in a bathroom as she claims it's the only door she's able to lock. She's also claimed that the villa she's being held in is being converted into a jail and the windows have been barred. Keeping her inside the house, she claims are a total of seven members of police, located both within the villa and just outside. As a result of the video, her friends are calling on the UN to investigate. In fact, some world leaders have also voiced their concerns for the kidnapped princess, including the UK's Prime Minister Boris Johnson, who's further stated that he will keep an eye on the UN investigation. We will also have our eye on this situation and update you as it unfolds. For the second story today, we go to Taiwan to discuss a creative way of shutting down misinformation about the pandemic. Ever since the coronavirus pandemic began, another pandemic was brewing, a misinformation pandemic. This has become even more widespread in recent months, with groups forming whose aim it is to promote mistruths about the coronavirus vaccine. Such misinformation has been causing people to act, and in some cases against their best interests and against the interests of society as a whole. But tackling this is no easy task, so Taiwan have come up with a rather creative strategy called humour over rumours. Whenever a popular piece of misinformation arises on social media, a group working with the Taiwanese digital minister creates a joke which contains the real facts and posts it onto social media. The aim is to do this within two hours of the piece information going viral. And the idea is that because people like sharing memes, why not create something similar to a meme that can also include the truth and stop misinformation? In fact, the government has even deployed professional comedians acting as engagement officers, whose job it is to ensure that the jokes spread. Because the digital minister aims to get the jokes online within two hours of the misinformation post being spotted, getting on top of them quickly seems to be a priority. If they miss this target, then those spreading the lies are contacted and can be recruited by the digital ministry to help tackle the very misinformation they were previously spreading. Clearly, this is a radical approach, but they've already had some successes. For example, we all remember when early in the pandemic, rumours about toilet paper shortages did their rounds on social media. Well, this was the case in Taiwan too. The only real difference was that people believed that increased mask production would reduce availability of toilet paper, due to the belief that they were made from the same raw materials. 
In order to counter this, the digital ministry created an image of the Taiwanese premier with his back turned. Next to the caption, we only have one pair of buttocks. Included in the image was a table showing that toilet paper uses completely different raw materials and therefore there wouldn't be a shortage. Weirdly enough, it was later revealed that the toilet paper manufacturers started the rumour themselves in order to sell more. We'll leave it up to you to decide whether this is a reasonable way for governments to handle misinformation online and if there are better strategies they could be using. For our last story today, we turn to the UK to discuss the proposed vaccine passports. While the government has quite blatantly ruled out the use of such passports domestically, it may be up to private businesses whether they want to introduce these and ensure their own workers are vaccinated. Some companies see vaccination as essential in order to offer a safe service, such as in care homes. The issue is that these no-jab, no-job work contracts could come under some serious legal pressure. Being able to distinguish why someone has rejected the vaccine would likely be key to whether this approach would be legal. Some people reject vaccines on religious, health or disability grounds, and getting this wrong could therefore lead to these countries breaching discrimination rules. Therefore, making sure that companies aren't discriminating would require them, at the very least, to have detailed access to applicants' medical records, which again, comes with its own problems. If a company does choose to use a no-jab, no-job approach when it comes to contracts, then it's possible this could end up in court. Exactly what the court will decide is as yet unknown, but it's certainly a contentious issue that we're going to have to face off against in the weeks and months ahead. For those of you who think the news is too long, be sure to check out tomorrow's daily briefing. Read the newsletter by signing up at tldrnews.co.uk forward slash daily. Listen to the briefing by searching for TLDR News in your podcast app, or watch the briefing over at youtube.com forward slash TLDR daily.